Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. Just a couple of days ago, I rewatched one of my favorite old movies, one of my favorite books, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Have you read this book and have you seen this movie? If not, oh, do yourself a favor and read it, watch it. Incredible story by C.S. Lewis, who, oh my gosh, I'm actually going in a real C.S. Lewis rabbit hole right now, researching his work, his writing. Fun fact, he was very good friends with J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And they used to drink together and meet together at a pub in Oxford where I love going with my mum called The Eagle and Child. And there's actually a plaque there that says, you know, C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien used to meet here. And it was a meeting of minds, creatively speaking. Interestingly, it was J.R.R. Tolkien's um, teaching about um, the God and about uh, mortality and about faith that turned C.S. Lewis into a Christian from being a atheist. But anyway, major side note, it's incredible to have these meetings of minds. You can incredible, I, I could imagine the incredible conversations that they had in that pub. Oh, to have been alive then. But this pod is about something that I noticed as an adult now. Do you find that when you watch a movie as a kid or as someone younger, and then you watch it as someone a little older, maybe with more life experience, it feels like it's a totally different movie. <laughs> Am I right? You're like, oh, I didn't notice that before. I used to notice that, you know, when I was a kid and watched movies, I'd be on the side of the kids. But now as an adult, I'm like, I'm on the side of the parents. <laughs> Isn't it funny how the things don't change, but we change? Further proof that it's us that interprets the world. It's not circumstances or situations or external things that dictate how we feel. It's us. But watching uh, The Chronicles of Narnia once again, put very simply, no spoilers here, it's about, you know, four kids who enter a wardrobe and they end up in this magical land of Narnia. And there is a war going on between a lion and a witch. And of course, the witch is evil and the lion is good. In the movie, his voice is Liam Neeson's, which was very comforting to me. I only just realized that. Um, But there was a simple, undramatic, yet significant sentence said in the story that stuck out to me and these four children who stumble through the wardrobe land up in this magical who end up in this magical land it's their destiny it's their job to save the land right to help the lion and to save it from the witch and the main responsibility lands on the shoulders of the older brother whose name is Peter which was also my dad's name and my dad actually used to read to me this story which is also another reason I connect so deeply with it but of course the witch who's the enemy has a you know a a big a big army she has a lot of her own defenders and one of them is a like a wolf and the wolf goes to attack the son Peter, the eldest brother, right? So the eldest sibling of the four. 
And while this, this, you know, this wolf or fox, it's a wolf, yeah, forgive me. <laughs> when the wolf goes to attack him, the lion is there, right? So the lion, his name is Aslan in the story, is extremely powerful, very brave, has all the courage. I mean, he's a lion. <laughs> and the, the wolf goes to attack, to jump on Peter. And one of the lion's defenders goes to attack the wolf, right? Goes to defend Peter. And Aslan, the lion, says, says this, right? Simple, undramatic, yet significant. He said, no, stop. This is Peter's battle. Why is this significant? I mean, compared to the lion, right, this wolf has nothing, right? But the wolf, of course, does what it has to do. It has to destroy, the, it tries to destroy this, <laughs> this young man. He goes to attack Peter. And, of course, anyone could swoop in and save Peter, right? People who are more experienced, people who are stronger, people who are bigger, people who are used to this, people who are used to fighting, used to battle. Peter's brand new. He's a kid. The lion says, no, stop. This is Peter's battle. And he leaves it to Peter to defeat the wolf. This is important because sometimes we think we're helping when we shore up someone else's weakness with our strength. When we're like, I got it. I'm, I, you know, I'm taking care of it. I can step in or I know what I'm doing. Like you're, you're less strong than me. It's not always conscious. It's rarely conscious, in fact. It's beneath the conscious. That's what subconscious might mean. Sub means beneath. Often we subconsciously think we're helping. Stepping in. Saving the day. Into the night. Like, <laughs> I got it. What are you denying another person when you're always stepping in? I had someone come to me recently speaking to me about helicopter parenting. The frustration she feels with a helicopter parent. How inadequate she feels because she feels like she can't do anything because her mom's always right there. I've got you. Did you get your luggage? Can I step in? Is there an issue? You know, I'm at the ready for you. How do we develop our courage? How do we develop our strength? How do we develop our wisdom? It doesn't come from other people swooping in. Where could you be swooping in? And where could it be less generous than your intention? Such a dignity we can give others is seeing them fully, wholly, and completely in their own strength. Until next time, my friends. Love and ease. If you like this episode, you'll love my free workshop called Become Your Own Life Coach. Head on over to becomeyourownlifecoach.com now, and I'll teach you how to coach yourself through any of life's problems. I'll see you there.